I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, my fellow podcast listeners. I am pumped up today about this episode. I love when I I threw this episode in because I have like 10 that are like in the queue that I need to record, but I, I moved this one up as soon as it came up. And it's inspired from a team meeting we did earlier this week. The one I talked about when I talked about the mistake I made in my company where I talked about how I need to step away from from, you know, stop being more of like telling everybody what to do and putting my input in and stepped away. And so we have this all ads team meeting. So it's all my ads managers, senior strategists, our head of the ads team, our ad specialists who help with the reporting. Everybody's on this meeting. We do it every other week on Mondays. And it's amazing because what we do is we just literally have open-ended questions about like, what are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? Where do we feel uncomfortable? What do we need to change? What processes are messed up? And it's a huge collaboration. And if you have a company like, oh, I can't recommend it enough because it is, it's just, it's so powerful when you as a leader step away and just let people collaborate and give their own ideas because your team who lives in the day-to-day knows more than you. You don't live in that. And so you don't know the problems. And if you don't create the space and the platform for them to share those problems with you, you'll never know. And you're going to feel so stuck. And so it's just so powerful. We come out of it with like such more amazing things we can be doing for our clients and processes we're going to change and, you know, information we're going to give our clients. And so one of the things that came up in this meeting was how a lot of people kind of want to constantly change their strategy. And this has been true since I started my company and I started working with people with their marketing. And it's because it's it's such an entrepreneur trait to do this. And that is like, even if something is working or if something is, you know, starting to work or you haven't given it enough time, they just like feel like they're not doing enough. And so they're like, I got to change everything and I'm going to do this instead. And so I have personally, when I worked with clients in the past, have spent a lot of time kind of coaching that and have realized I need to, you know, support my team more in doing that because you know, as me, as you know, the, the CEO, like I exactly know the answer and don't have any hesitation, but my team gets stuck in between like wanting to make the client happy and change the strategy for them and accommodate. And then also knowing like, that's actually not a good idea. And so one thing I really push my team is like, we are the experts and you can say, Hey, I don't think that is a good idea. And instead we should do this. And like, that is our job. And so I'm constantly kind of working with my team to make sure we do that 
because it's so necessary. But today I wanted to talk about why you have to stop constantly changing your strategy. You have to because many reasons. So first, let's look at the situation of you haven't gotten something to convert yet. So you're trying new strategies and if you don't give it enough time, like you're going to constantly, it's like a reset button. Every time you change your strategy, you're resetting because you have all these variables and things that you have no idea how they're going to convert. And so when we talk about buying data and we talk about, you know, getting people through your funnel to prove it and then optimize it, every time you change your strategy, you're restarting that process. And so if you, you know, run with a strategy for a couple weeks, maybe it doesn't take off the way you thought, but you're getting some leads and you're getting a little bit of traction and then you change everything, you may as well, you're going back to square one. And so you, it will be really frustrating for you in the long run because you're never going to get anywhere. So if you haven't found something that's converted before, you need to decide on a strategy and commit to it for like 60 days, 30 days minimum, but more like 60 days. And you can tweak that existing strategy. So let's say it's a webinar funnel. You can obviously tweak the webinar and add to the email sequence and change with the play with the messaging and, and all of that. But it doesn't mean like go from a webinar funnel to a challenge funnel to a video series to an opt-in and like try all these things. That will just kill everything. And even when you change the existing funnel, you have to be careful not to change you know, every variable because then you don't know what's working. So for example, if let's say you have a webinar funnel, if you change like the title of the webinar from evergreen to live, the product you pitch on the webinar and, you know, the price of the product, like you can't, you're cha that's changing the whole strategy because you're changing. There, there's so many huge variables there. Um, just alone of changing the product that you pitch or the price of the product is like a huge variable. That's like one thing that you, you should only change just that if you're going to change it. So every time you do that, you're going back to square one and it's going to kill your business. It's going to cost you a ton of money and time. It's going to waste a ton of things. So that's kind of one camp that I see people doing this in is when they haven't necessarily gotten that like really successful funnel. And so they keep trying to re-strategize it. And like if you do this, you are so not alone and there's nothing wrong with you for doing it. It's a natural Thing for you to want to do because we're entrepreneurs we're fixers we're visionaries if we're not seeing the success we want we just like solve the problem all day long and put in solutions but sometimes you have to say okay I'm gonna let this sit for x amount of time get the data get the information before I make a massive change because what most likely is you just need to change small things and keep changing small things and have some patience and stay focused on that funnel and then you can change you know, and then you can, then, then it will scale eventually. Like then it will start working. But sometimes it takes, you know, 60 to 90 days to get a single funnel to convert. So if you're changing things, you're restarting that 90 days over every time you change it. So let's say you spend three weeks on one strategy and you change everything. Well, you have to restart over that. It could be 90 days until it works, until it converts. The other place that I see people do this is when they have a successful strategy and they get bored of it. So they have a really successful strategy or they had a really successful launch and they think I can't do the same thing because everybody will know if I do the exact same thing or I have to change my strategy because it's going to get dull. And so they change the whole strategy and it really affects the results. And I've seen that happen too. And I'll never forget a conversation I had with a client where this was when I was doing client calls. This was a couple of years ago. 
And we had a massively successful launch. It was like, uh, it was a seven figure launch with not a lot of ads. I mean, it was, it was one of my most successful when, as of a couple of years ago when I was working in, in, in ad accounts and it was just like me and one person and it was so successful. And the format was a webinar that we did and the webinar crushed it, converted so well. And I think we did two webinars in the launch. So we get on our launch re- recap call. And I remember presenting all the information and I was like, okay, so for the next launch, like we're going to build the list this much. We're going to do this again, but we're going to increase the amount of people that get on the webinar, blah, blah, blah. And the client goes, well, what else have you seen work? Like we should try something new. Um, What about challenges? And I was like, no, we're going to do the same thing. You can change your webinar topic if you want to do that. If you want to put a fresh webinar topic in there that you know people will love, you can do that, but actually I'm going to talk about that in a second too. So I said, no, like if we do that, we have no idea how it's going to convert. We right now have this gold mine of a strategy that did amazing in this way. We, we built the list, we launched live, we did a webinar, you know, we had, I think it was seven day open cart. We did an encore webinar. We did a cart reopen. Like we had this whole model And I was like, we're not going to change that whole model. We can tweak a few things, but what we're going to do is get more people in. We're going to get more people signed up for that webinar. We're going to build your list more and we're going to know going into it now, if we get X amount of people signed up for the webinar, we're going to get this many sales because we have that data. If we change the strategy, we have no way of guessing that, no variable. But on changing the webinar topic, because I do agree to an extent, you can't literally do the same thing, you know, every single live launch and people will, will stop paying attention. But you will be surprised how many people are not paying attention when you think they are. And so if you keep saying things, like you're going to get people that are like, wow, that's amazing. You're like, I've said it a hundred times. And they, you know, just heard it for the first time because maybe like that is when they needed to hear it or they just, you know, watched the right video at the right time. And so you're going to think it's really boring because you're living and breathing it, but your audience is not. And if you're doing it right, you're constantly building a new audience of people. So just remember that. And on changing the webinar title. So be careful with this because you can change the webinar topic. But one time I had a client and this was a huge learning experience and it wasn't negative, but he totally changed the webinar um, itself. So it was like, I can't even remember exactly what it was, but one was teaching you like something really hot, like social media strategies. And then the other was teaching you more like, um, gosh, I think it was more like time management or something. And he addresses both of those things in his court, you know, in his membership that we were selling. But the social media strategy one like killed it because that's what everyone wants. They want social, like in his audience, they wanted social media strategies. That's like what was really hot. That's what attracted them. And then when he switched to like time management, it just converted way worse, like worse signups, webinar converted worse. And it was a great learning experience for him because then he was like, okay, I'm never going to do, you know, a webinar like that. But just, you know, switching the whole thing like that, even though we kept the same webinar strategy, also had a massive impact on the results. And so when you're when you're trying to put fresh webinar content in there, make sure that you're still attracting people in the way that you know works by solving the problems you know that they have and getting them to have the epiphanies and the realizations during the webinar that you already know works if you've had a successful webinar. So 
whether you haven't proven your strategy yet and you're constantly restarting and putting that restart button, it's wasting your time and your money and you have to stop. Or if you've had a successful strategy, a proven strategy, and you are bored of it, don't change everything and put in all these variables and sabotage your results. And so many people, probably including me, could do this because it's like sometimes you don't even know you're doing it until you're doing it and you need somebody to say like stop and so that's what my team has started doing is like no we cannot change the strategy we have to go at least for this long on the strategy or like you know we can't change those variables and I think it feels like it's not innovative or it's not you know it's boring and so that's why people do it but save the innovation for like the front end marketing, like put that innovation and that visionary and that creativity and like the videos you create and the Facebook lives you do during your launch or, or, you know, not your launch if it's not a launch model, like put that time and effort into that because that's what kind of like always needs to change the way you're attracting and bringing people into your brand. The actual strategy on the back end really doesn't have to shift all the time. And once you find something that works, don't shift it until data is telling you it's saturated and it's not working, which does happen at some points. And then you do need to shift gears. But until like the numbers are telling you that, don't just believe it for yourself and decide that's the case. All right, you guys. So I really wanted to do this one and I'm actually going to have my team use it for some um, cases with clients because I think it's so important to have that, that person just give you that thing that you don't want to hear which is don't change your strategy. Don't change it if it's working. Don't change it if you need to test it a little bit longer. Don't change it until you have data or numbers to back that you should change it. If you want support to work with Team Hirsch, you can go to helpmystrategy.com. We've got a couple spots open for clients. Submit that application. We have a great process to make sure you're the right fit for us to make sure that we know we can support you and we won't take you on unless that is the case. And I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.